Good evening, Trial Talk. Welcome to this evening's live stream event with myself, Stu Roberts. You're listening to the Plastering Podcast, episode six. Tonight's guest, uh, we've got Jamie Orr coming on, guys, from Cork Soul UK. Jamie is commercial director at Cork Soul UK, um, but he's a plasterer by trade. So um, I'm really excited to have him on. Um, I'm interested to hear his story. Um, I want to know all about his youth, how he got involved um, in the plastering trade and all things cork sole. Uh, so guys, you, by now you're going to know what this product is. Um, it, it's spray applied. It adds thermal value. It's got acoustic value. Um, there's so much about this product. And tonight, Jamie's going to sort of unpeel the layers for us. Um, he's got some opportunities in the way of training and some discounts, uh, especially for Trial Talk members. At the end of this podcast, um, Jamie's going to let us know what offers that he can uh, pass down to the group. Um, so make sure that you listen all, all the way through to the end, guys. So without further ado, let's bring on the man himself. Jamie, oh, how are you, mate? You okay? Yeah, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Can you see and hear me okay, mate? Because we had a few technical dramas earlier, didn't we? <laughs> Perfect. All good. All good. All good. All good. You had a good day then? Yeah, everything's been good today. Busy day again. Um, I've actually been in the office today for the first time this week, so it's nice to see everybody and catch up. But yeah, good. All good. Brilliant. Brilliant. I want to get stuck in um, with, with my first question for you, Jay, and that is your your youth and uh, your, your sort of career journey, um, which is quite interesting. Um, so, you know, you're a plasterer before becoming commercial director at Corksoul. So talk about that. Like when you first left school, did you do any other jobs before you become a plasterer or did you jump straight into plastering? How did you get started um, in the plastering trade? Um, well, the plastering came a long time after I finished school, to be honest. So finished school at 15, you know, just like yourself, come from that era where one day we went to school, we signed each other's shirts, and the next day we went to work, didn't we? You know what I mean? That I still come from, you know, the last of that era, I suppose, the, in the in the nineties. Um, so I was working at fifteen. Um, my first job was like working in parts department, like car garage, because my dad did. I yeah. never wanted. I know nothing about cars now, you know. I'm no interest in them. But I just know I didn't know what to do, and then sort of messed around a little bit. Um, Eventually then, at 16, I, I kind of knew, you know, it's strange looking back because you're still so young, but I realised that I couldn't keep doing this forever. So I became an engineer. Uh, I did go down the college road. Uh, I was a welder, a plater, sheet metal worker for, well, till my 23rd birthday. And then, uh, yeah, and it was my birthday because I walked in, I was 10 minutes late. I did not get on with my boss. It was, um, it's still someone I look, you know, when people say, oh, you know, he made me what I was, and if it weren't for him, I wouldn't be this. I have none of that for him at all. He no. was, was he the opposite. Up, you know, that man just drove me mad. You know what I mean? It was just cheap labour. It was just just not for me. And to be honest, though, one one good thing that come out of it is when I did have apprenticeships because I bought into this a lot uh, in my later years as a when I had my plastering company. I was totally different with my apprentices. You know, I, I was it set me up for that. That's the only thing I can say because. You know, this, I'm still not a fan of him now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was 23rd birthday. I'll be 10 minutes late. He walked straight over, tried to have a go in front of everybody. I just walked out. I said, I'm done with you. I'll see you later. And that, that was it. And um, But I had a jo- I had two jobs at the time. So I'd work welding engineering during the day. And then on a the night, I'd do three hours at a farm welding and engineering, building farm equipment. 
Uh, I okay. only had four days a week at my other job, so I'd, all day Friday, Saturday. So I had two jobs anyway. So I walked into my other job, did that for maybe a couple of months, and I realised that that wasn't regular enough. You know, I could do what I wanted there, which wasn't a good thing. And um, I got an opportunity. My mate could plaster, but he couldn't drive. And I could drive, but I couldn't plaster. So right. the, team was, the team was up for a company doing insurance work, and the plan more learn how to plaster. And um, I loved it straight away, to be honest. So you sort of just took to it like a duck to water type thing. Yeah, I just I like the fast money. I like the lifestyle. Yeah. You know, so like... did, did you work for your mate then, like for a, for a few years, or did you jump? Did did you learn what you needed to learn and then jump straight into self employment, or how did that work? Yeah. yeah well, what happened was I'd, I'd actually been labouring on. Well, he's a really good friend of mine, a lad called Eddie Chalmers, and. When I was about 13, 14, he used to take me to work with him on a Saturday. And I'll be honest, I, I want a fan of plastering. It was too much hard work for me, you know, at that age. But um, when I started doing it, I think this company I worked for sort of went bust after a year. So I started working with him on site. So I became self-employed within a year. And I was actually skimming within a year, you know. We, we oh, okay. And, um, but I did, you know, we, we used to work on a lot of sites in the beginning, like a lot of us do. I mean... I think that's where you really learn the difference between good and fast because you've got to be both, aren't you, in our game? You can't, unfortunately, you, you can't spend yeah. money doing them all the time. It's just not the way, you don't get employed doing that, do you? You don't, you don't. And and like you say, until your speed is at a certain level, you can forget about working on site, even if, with a yeah. gang. You wouldn't last five minutes, would you? No, you wouldn't well, earn any money. You know, it's just not worth it, is it? No, no. So, so at this point, then you, you you're working for yourself. You started to employ lads at this point, or was you still alone? Or no. So I'd have been 24 now, and I, you know, I've always liked to travel and mess about and sort of be young. You know, that's one of my one of the things I still try to be now. But <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, so I was always somebody who wanted that little bit more. To be honest, so when we go work on site. I might be the kid who'd go to a ceiling on a night. I might be the lad who'd work a Saturday. And I, I would always, I liked, like I say, I liked the fast life. If you didn't work, you know, two days in that week, it didn't really matter. Do you know what I mean? As long as, you know, you you sort of made the money. So when I became, when I worked on site, obviously I was regular, but I started to build up my own jobs over time. And yeah. um, by the time I was 26, 27, I'd sort, I was sort of doing my own thing, you know, my own, I, I used to advertise in the local paper, so I used to get three or four jobs a week out of that. And yeah. I sort of moved on from there. And I, I don't know why I always used to say it, but I always used to say, look, when I'm 30, I'm going to take this seriously. I'm going to change when I'm 30. And I'm going to try have a business at 30. So that, that would kind of... I think we of... all do that, don't we? We, we all use the <laughs> milestones, and then you sort of get to 35, and you, you think, oh, wait till I'm 40 then. Yeah. <laughs> How did the transition happen then? So, you know, how did you go from being a plasterer to then somehow becoming commercial director at Corksall? Talk well, about what was the journey yeah. then? There, there was a, there's a big step in between where at 30, I decided, right, this is it now. I'm going to take this seriously and I'm going to try be the best I can. I'm going to try have a business. And, um, but obviously, no, I, you know, I, I come from nothing. I've never been taught anything. You know what I mean? No one's ever sat me down and went, this is how you do it. Most of the advice I took were in the pub. Do you know what I yeah. mean? And it was just, 
you know, of lads that were just in the pub, you know, I mean? <laughs> not particularly business minded people themselves, but you don't know any, you know, you just sort of listen to them. And um, the way it kind of panned out was I started just, I thought saying yes to everybody was the way forward. The more work I had, then I'd get that busy, I could get someone else, and I'd get that, and all I'm doing was killing myself. You know, I'm yeah. working like silly hours, seven days, thinking I'm getting bigger, I'm getting bigger, and it was just, it was just wrong. And then what happened was, is that I'd heard of networking. I was aware of BNIs because uh, my friend did them. So I think I actually remember being on a diving holiday and I met a guy there and he said, oh, I've got a BNI in Huddersfield. And I said, look, I'll, I'll come, I'll, I'll definitely come. And I did and I went and joined it. And I remember the first day, just in my scruffs, because I, I, you know, I had a job to go to. I went there, I had to stand up, oh God. How can you talk about plastering? Do you know, I've never <laughs> been asked to. You know, what do you do? I'm a plasterer. Well, I don't know. You know so do you have to do a bit of like a sales pitch type thing when you got yeah. there? I think a guest gets 30 seconds or something like that. So I had to stand up. I mean, I, I, God, I, I doubt I'm a 10. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. uh, I'm a plasterer. Um, yeah, I'd like to join your group if you'd let me. I'd, it'd have been something like that. It yeah, would have been yeah. plastering. And, um, but what happened then was, over the year of a BNI, which I do recommend these, I'm I'm a big believer in these BNIs because it's it's a really good first step for a lot of people, and uh, you have a lot of training on image and yeah. um, how to talk better to people in public. So what I'd learned over twelve months was everybody knew in here now that I was just a little plasterer who had maybe one lad by now. I was never gonna you know, be able to just convince them that I was a, a bigger company because they all knew who I was. So what I decided to do was um, I left the group after a year. I says, look, I'm not going to renew. Thank you, but no, thank you and all that. I put on a suit. I went to the biggest BNI in Leeds and I walked in and went, plastering contractor. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> tell you what, I absolutely hammered that group. And I, I remember the first, the first week as well, I pulled out 50 quid. I says, look, £10 to the first five people that, uh, book a one-to-one -one with me, check out my website, and we'll meet up. And anyway, somebody played guitar that day. Everyone clapped me, you know, Jamie, but somebody played guitar. I thought, oh, he's beat me here. Everybody knows. So the week after, I took my guitar, and I started singing, <laughs> oh, what a feeling when you plaster in yeah. the ceiling. And I had everybody going. I thought, right, that's it. Brilliant. They all know who I am now. So so, so then, it's like fake it till you make it type of thing. Yeah, you just, I just had to... <laughs> I had to let them know, and they were all just amazed by this guy, and they were introducing me to people, which is what BNI does. And then eventually, uh, the big break, the big break come for me, where my friend who originally taught me about um, the BNI, he says, "Oh, we've set up a group called. Uh, I'm, I'm involved in a group called Trades Up." And I'm like, "Okay, what's that?" He goes, "It's just like a BNI." He goes, "It's more with a beer, but trades only." I thought, "Well, okay." So I went there. And that's when I met a guy who you know as well, Craig Wilkinson. Yeah, yeah, legend. And things just accelerated for me on another level. And I, I ended up having a team of 26 lads or something like that. Oh, amazing. And that I, was through being coached by Craig? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I listened to him the first time and I was like, shit, you know, if he can do it, why can't I? Yeah. You know what I mean? And he wasn't telling you anything what was impossible. But I, I do remember one session he started talking about LinkedIn. I'd never even heard of it. I didn't know what that was. And I'm, but everything he said, then, he do it. You know, next week or next month when we went back, I'd done it. He said, Who's done what I said next month? Me. 
what's next? And I, and I, I was enthralled in wanting to be able to do it. And I was picking up work there amazingly off plumbers, electricians, you know, builders in there. They were all giving me work now, you know what I mean? Because I was working on it. And then Craig started showing me about systems and just, just he, he was the first man. I mean, I was the first man making videos in Leeds back in 2016, maybe 15, maybe before that. And no one were making videos back then, and he was making me do them, and I didn't like it. You know, what I, I, mean? I want to talk about I want to talk about your videos because you I spotted them? you on YouTube. <laughs> Jay's <laughs> plastering services. That's right. Um, and to be fair, although you, we're going back, like you say now, we're going back what eight, nine, ten years, aren't we? Some yeah. of them. And to be fair, like they're, they're still current. They're still current. Yeah. Like the the um, how you're presenting them and what you're talking about and you, what you're filming. You know, you could watch that one of them videos and you could think, oh, when did he make this? A couple of weeks back. But you, And you look at the date, you think, oh, hang on. This is going back a few years, this. Yeah, so yeah. That, what, what helped you to really accelerate forward is when you started putting yourself on camera and pushing your yeah. brand out there a bit more. Yeah, I mean, I got to the point where if you booked an appointment from me, the call used to go to a virtual PA. You know, it sounded amazing already. You know, you, you don't pay them a lot of money. And, and, and Hannah King, she was called. She was great in, for me in the beginning. And IGS Plus was, yeah, I'll book you in an appointment to see, blah, blah. And then we get a text message when I was on my way tell it, so they could track me on the way there. You know, from the app you use, I don't know if you're aware of ServiceMate, but I, I, I was one of the original people in this country using ServiceMate because the lady who brought it over was a lady called Lisa Hunter. And she introduced me to it. And I was one of the first people using it. So I got it for free. And I Brilliant. used to like, promote that. So, I, I use um, your trade base is what I'm, I'm helping lads with in, in the mentoring group, but it's yeah. it's essentially the same software. Um, it doesn't do it probably doesn't do everything that ServiceMate does, but it, it doesn't need it's to. CRM, yeah, it does all it, that like the that, auto texts and and emails and stuff. That it, honestly, that you tell me who's doing that. That and by the time I'd got to the job, I'd already won it because they wanted me. Do you know what I mean? Because they used to get a testimonial video with my uh, with my quote. They get a domestic video with my quote. They get my parent terms with a quote. There were no plans for doing that in Leeds back then. No, Do you know no. What I mean? But I just couldn't get the men. I couldn't get no. the men. It's the old the old age problem, isn't it? And it's something we see every day on the socials is people looking for stuff. Um, I just want to give a quick hello to the boys, Jay, if that's okay. Yes. Uh, good evening, Wayne Cox. Good evening, Jay Crawford. Good evening, Mark Neeson. Hope you all keep him well. Good evening, Eric Devalmancy. Thanks for jumping on, lads. Um, Jay just mentions here that he was in a BNI for three years um, and he cleaned up from it, he says. He cleaned up from <laughs> it. So, uh, yeah, top man, Jay. Thanks for jumping on. Yeah, good. Um, and, and obviously Wayne as well. Wayne's an applicator, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joel Cook's on. Uh, Jeff Lewis is on. Good evening, boys. Good evening, Hello, lads. Boys. Um, so, so you're in this network, um, you're making videos, you, you're sort of smashing it out at this point. How did, how did Corksol appear on the scene then? What happened next? Perfect timing for the question because in what, I'm at Trades of One Event and in what's Joff. Right. And, and uh, at the time, I was like a hub leader in Sheffield, Leeds. I was doing his early business development on, a, on his courses. I was I really, really backing what Craig were doing now and I were obviously benefiting, bouncing off him and you know, it was brilliant and then all of a sudden Joff walks through with his, with the Corksall products and, and he says oh I'm looking for plasters renders and everybody just went go see him. Jamie. 
Yeah, and um, and at the time, I remember. Well, I I don't exactly remember it, but Joff we spoke about it a lot since. He says, "Listen, I, I was just running around all busy." I said, "Listen, I'm so sorry. I ain't got time now." Because, but he fancy coming to my office on Monday, and he did, and that was it. We were just. He, I just mean, I looked, he was just showing me this this render that was just bending. I'm like, "What is this?" And we were going, <laughs> uh, "This is how you spray it on. It's natural. It's cork. And it's acoustic insulation." I'm thinking, "Well." Renders acoustic. Why does that matter? It was it's fire resistant. I'm thinking, why does that matter? You know, at the time, purely looking at it as a render, and then he went, "You can patch it." I went, "Patch it." I went, "Wow!" You know, just completely naive <laughs> to what his brain. Was. Yeah, oh, just so, so naive to what we was actually sat on. You know, we, we I don't even think to be honest, Joffno at the time, how good what we were actually sat on. You know, so we, what, what products were you typically used to using before you? You seen this uh, sample then? Was, was you doing any like thin coat rendering or, yeah. or anything? I was more of a silicon man. I'll be honest. We did do one of course, You know, I, I don't. If anybody asked me, and it were up to me, I'd always kind of steer them down the silicon road. Um, yeah. I just, I just prefer the product. I just think it stands the test of time. You know, I'm not here to slag anything off, but unfortunately, Monaco sometimes it doesn't stand the test of time, and like, not. It's, and that's not everywhere. That's just where I live in Yorkshire. It's very green. It does happen, you know, and I just preferred it. I just preferred it, that's all. Yeah, yeah. So you 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 you'd already sprayed some render on, or was you hand applying it? Or always you hand applying it. You already hand applied. Yeah, we were I bet it. I bet that was a bit of a bit of a head scratcher then when he says, Oh, we're gonna be spraying it on the wall. Yeah, what well, did you I, think to that? Obviously, I was aware of spray rendering. Wasn't sure if that's what I wanted to get into because I was more of a domestic plaster who had a I used to have a lot of new build sites running alongside it. Rendering was something I did, do you know what I mean? But it wasn't something I was aiming for. But spraying, I thought, oh, I can spray. You know what I mean? That doesn't yeah. sound to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, 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 what does a what does a typical day look like for you uh, today then, compared to when you were a spread, getting covered in shit every day? Yeah. What yeah. what does what does your, your day look like now? Are you uh, clean or are you still out there training the I, boys? I still do on. The, I am. This week, I mean, typical week this week, Monday I was training, which is often the case. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday I was in London because we are doing the biggest cork project in the world um, in Church House in London. So it's the 16,000 metres of internal wall insulation, spraying cork and plastering directly onto it. And wow. I believe the ceiling's all exposed cork for acoustics. So I was down there signing off a section of that this week. And then I had to go to Gloucester. Uh, so I stayed over there. And then with a massive pile that we're doing down there is hundreds of thousands of metres there of industrial units for roofs, for external, internal. Um, and then I had a board meeting today and then I had a few meetings this afternoon. And then, yeah, the, the days are still crazy and mental. Yeah. But unfortunately, <laughs> it sounds it, like uh, you've always worked like that, though. Yeah, so that's me. That's transitioned me. it, the work ethic. That's brilliant. So, listen, let's get stuck straight into the product now. For, yeah. for the lads that are still unfamiliar with what cork sol is, what exactly is cork sol? Could you sort of try and explain it as in a simple format for anybody that doesn't know what it is? What is cork sol, Jay? Yeah, I mean, this has definitely changed over the years, mate. Um, you know, we used to at one point we call it a render. Now we try to steer away from that word. The truth is it's a sprayed cork coating. That's the truth. It's a coating. And we can use the coating as a render. We use it as an insulation, as a acoustic insulation, a fire-resistant coating. We can use it on a conservatory roof for an insulation. There's so many different things, but the truth is it is, it's just, it's a natural coating. It's a natural coating. 
And I've got to ask you, mate, why did why did you spray your transit van with cork salt? <laughs> have you seen it? <laughs> I seen it, and have I thought I'm going to have to bring this up on the podcast because it'll give it, it'll give a good insight into what what it does as well. If you can explain to the, the lads why you sprayed truth, your, your transit van with it, the, the truth is right, and this is the dead honest truth. Do you remember when lockdown were all become rumours and we were all kind of joking about it and it was all, is it going to happen? What's going on? Yeah. Well, at, do, the time, yeah. at the time, I was going to get rid of my van because I'd got a car. I didn't really use it. And then um, what happened? What? Someone said to me, why don't you convert your, uh, your camper van, in, uh, your van into a camper? I thought, oh my God, why hadn't I thought of this? I couldn't sleep. <laughs> I was so good. I'd built it in three days. But then the, the the point of it was, why don't we spray it in cork? And then you've got the insulation. I could get my double bed. So that's why I did it. So it was a little camper van. And uh, I was sleeping in the Lake District in minus six in that van. And it was sprayed in cork. It was fine. No. no you never get condensation in there. Two of us and a dog have slept in there. I was going and, to uh, ask about the co the condensation dripping on you get, when you were asleep. <laughs> you'll never get condensation ever. However... Because there were no ventilation, there were no windows. I once went on a job in lockdown working with some lads in Worcester and I locked myself in. I couldn't get out of the van. And uh, well, uh, they, they turned up about an hour later and let me out. But um, You made but, it too airtight, did you? Nearly passed yeah, out. No so <laughs> what would happen is my clothes would never dry. You know, if I go walking in the rain and you put your, you put your coat in there, a week later, it'd still be wet because ah, yeah. ventilation, insulation is useless. So although the moisture is still in the air... It just never hits the points, which is going to cause condensation, which is why we use it for black spot mould. Yeah, brilliant. That explains it really well, actually, because yeah. as you know, I, I use I use cork sole internally for internal mm. wall insulation as a thin option. And yeah. the customers are always saying, well, what are you spraying that on the wall for? I'm like, oh, it stops condensation. They're like, how can it stop condensation? So you, you've just really explained it there, what it does. So it kind of creates like a almost like a thin air pocket doesn't it between the inside yeah. and, and the surface kind yeah, of thing, so. we're always doing development at work and we got explained to us a really good way to put this and you know years and years ago 100 years ago you saw men on boats or you see pictures when they have big thick woolen jackets you know big thick wool coats now you see people with a lot of layers yeah you know you go walking now or hikers or mountaineers you'll finally have a lot of layers which traps air which is you know, it's easier to get wet and dry. The cork is a very good thin layer. So it acts as a, a, a real, it acts as a barrier. It's a very good barrier is cork. And all it's doing, it's very simple. It's not really clever science. It just insulates the wall enough. Just so the dew point moves to the outside of the wall and you don't have the, the 10 degree difference in temperature hitting the same surface from different directions to get condensation. You just can't get moisture, can't condense it. It's, it's very, very simple. Brilliant, and 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 there's a lot more to cork sole than just just this one uh, benefit as well, isn't there? So um, I want to talk about because there's a lot of renderers jumping on the cork sole. Yeah. Um, why is it why is it such a good coating for um, overspraying like existing renders, for example, that might be a little bit shabby, solid, but a little bit yeah. you know a bit cracked? Because you, you talk see, about that, that. Yeah, definitely. This is my favourite part of the business. This is where you earn the money because <clears throat> you go to a render, could be anything, sand cement, silicon, because it doesn't matter. Lime renders, all, you know, you can get a lot of rough cast renders, pebble dash, it doesn't matter. If that's solid, you know, and I used to say to people, listen, they're often after the insulation. If you say, look, I can spray directly on that. There's, I, I don't know of any, well, certainly renders that give a warranty over the top of anything where we no, will... No. 
25-year warranty. So that's our niche that, you know, we actually put as money where his mouth is and back that. But also, because it's so light, it's, you know, it'll, it'll stick to anything. And, you know, like sometimes people have said to me, and I'm sure you've had it yourself, Stuart, right, where, you know, I've got Pebble Dash, can you render over it? And I'm always like, whoa, you know, you just yeah, can't. Yeah, a bit risky. So I'm like, listen, I'm sorry, I, I, I can't do that. Where the cork, it's never going to be way enough to come off. It's so light. Yeah. Um, and cracking. So with the flexibility of it, when yeah. you're overspraying, you know, like you said there, you've gone onto something solid, but it might yeah. have a few airline cracks. Them cracks ain't coming through corks, are they? No, I mean, anything less than two mil overspray them. Anything yeah. between two and five mil. You know, fill the crack, an external filler, a base coat, whatever, I'm fine. Anything where it's loose, you know, we always do say it does need to come off. You know, it's it's not going to... Common sense, yeah. Yeah, it's not going to hold it on the wall. But what you can do in that case is take off the loose, patch in the loose, overspray the whole building, you know, and you don't need to hack off the whole building, you know, which can be save the customer money, but it's, you know, it's very quick, very quick turnaround for you. Brilliant. Uh, Wayne Wayne Cox comments. He says he's just sprayed one of his vans. Has he really? <laughs> sprayed the inside of it with cork sole. Is it yeah. working? Yeah, Wayne. Working. Just don't lock yourself in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, James Thomas comments. Is there anything cork sole won't adhere to, Jay? Brilliant question. Very good question. We know it won't stick to pure silicon. I mean, I know a lot of people say to me, well, nothing does. Yeah, I know nothing really does, but you know, you can silicon on the top of cork. But it won't stick to pure silicon. But we know it sticks to glass. We can encase asbestos, metal, wood. There's not a base coat we won't warranty it on. So Brilliant. Nothing, other than silicon, there's nothing that worries me about adhesion. Fantastic. And um, when you when you say silicon, we're talking about the silic the type of silicon obviously you'd seal a window frame with. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah, silicon go straight over. Straight on silicon Monday, yeah. yeah. No problem. Yeah, it's just yeah. pure silicon. It doesn't like, and like, like I said, a lot of people say to me, "Well, nothing sticks to silicon anyway. Even your tapes don't really stick to silicon, do they?" So true. Nothing sticks. I don't know anything that sticks to silicon. To be fair, no. um, so out. So, in what other ways, NJ, can plasterers and renderers renderers benefit uh, from corks? Or we touched there on um, the internal wall insulation, um, overspraying old renders. You could you, you could put a new backing coat on an external and just I suppose you could use cork solids just a decorative um, coat as well because it com comes in all different colours as well, doesn't it? So yeah. what, what other well, benefits can it offer? Um, you know, it depends what you want to get into, really. I mean, I know a lot of, a lot of plaster and renderers, they're the main people who come on the course, which is great for me because I can talk to them in our language. They understand where I'm coming from. But there's some of them now just doing roofs, you know, yeah. Insulating roofs, spraying on metal roofs, you know, there's so many conservatories and stuff like that. Now that that's my little favourite one is that, I, you know, don't get me wrong, it's 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 not something corks all bang the drum about because it's only a couple of tubs here and there, but it's a fantastic business for the lads. I I love it. You know, it, you know it's a quarter of a price of a new roof. We've got a video at Corksall where half a frying pan sprayed, and you put in Corksall you put ice on the cork. You fry an egg on the other side, and you just go to somebody and go, is your conservatory too hot in summer, too cold in winter? They know it is. Yeah. Have you had a price for a new roof? They know it's going to be 10 grand plus, and you're coming in at a quarter of the price, and they're just, they're just, it's, they, yes, there and then. 
it's yeah, yeah. And I suppose it's I suppose it's quick as well because you haven't got a you haven't got to mess around putting like a, a primers on it or or anything up yeah or is it just we keep do, on straight on side and only because I have found out from talking a lot about this and things that some some um, conservatories can use a silicon sealer on the outside ah, right. so no so they're easy to clean and the rain yeah. doesn't work. Right. So when I found out that it's like, well, hang on a minute. Yeah, so, yeah. Cover all bases. Be careful. But it works, you know, it's it's there's just a great little business. Like you say, one two days work, it's nice and steady. We're not chucking that heavy stuff around, mate. You know what I mean? Chasing <laughs> us after like we do. And um I want to talk about the the fire fire I've shared a video earlier. And it was some content that I took from when I come down to Halifax and I did my training day with Marcus Barrett. And yeah. you were doing the demo with, you know, with a heat gun, um, you know, with a burner and, you know, yeah. showing us how it can resist heat. So yeah. if you're installing um, like a log burner, for example, if you've got a yeah. run of log burners, you could potentially use it on the internal, couldn't you? Instead of using like, yeah. the Vicus and the sand and cement. That's another thing. I've got videos I'll sending me that. There's one bloke did one in the northeast, Michael Anderson, I believe. And he um he sprayed his chimney breast as a feature wall. And, he, yeah. and then he, he run real a week later, whatever, when he put his fire on, he goes, Oh, I wish I'd have never done it. He goes, because all all the heat were just, you know, reflecting out. And we <laughs> were only joking, but it's it, too hot. It, it works, it, it works. That's and, amazing, uh, isn't it? You know, this the amount of times applicators ring me up and say that I go. Shit, why haven't we ever thought of that? Do you know what I mean? There's so many little things where yeah, and it's and and it's so thin as well, isn't it? Because you'd think, okay, if it's if it if it's that good at you know bouncing heat around and it doesn't let cold air through and stuff like that, you, it must be like this. But what you're talking like eight millimeters, aren't you? Well, six mil, eight mil. Yeah, yeah, we do say eight mil, but that's including plaster. So yeah, you're looking at around a four mil finish is what what you what you're looking at when you when you okay. Spin. And that and you've done tests and U values and all that lot, but it was said thirty percent thermal improvement. Is that right? Thirty percent thermal yeah, improvement. Balls, absolutely. So we've done a U value calculation. Uh, just quickly, on U values. They're really difficult for our business to do well in because a U value is the lambda value, the heat resistance value times the thickness. But we're saying yeah, but we're not thick. That the point of us is we are thin. You know, right. if we were to improve our product, we'd get it thinner. Do you know what I mean? Because where you can put 100 mil of insulation, fantastic, do it. But what you can't on the inside of the house, it's not like that. No, so no, no. What we're saying is the only way we can prove it is to do a before and after. So if we do an in situ test, what can't speak can't lie. You know, so it's not a calculation, it's made up of numbers. It's it's actually that's what it is and that's what it is now. So we've done in situ tests on solid walls and we can reduce the heat, uh, the, reduc the heat reduction through the wall by 30%. Brilliant. So just to just to clarify, lads, if you're an internal plasterer, you can jump on this. Um, you can add it to your arsenal. If you're a renderer and you don't really do much skimming, you can jump on it as well as an external finish. So best of both worlds, I think, here. So um, Jay, let's let's move on to skill set and equipment. Um, how hard is it to learn how to apply? Is it is it a hard skill to to learn? I mean, I know the answer to this question, but I'm speaking on behalf of the members. <laughs> appreciate me i mean it is it's very easy to learn it's a little bit harder to master but um the joe cooks on here i remember going to joe cook's first job and as soon as i pulled out the van he's like shit man what 
Mate, I've been using this before, you know what I mean? I'm like, you know, and he, he picked it up very quickly. He's a master, though, of the spray, isn't he? So. <laughs> spend, a day, spend a day with us in Yorkshire. We will go through it. We'll show you how to get it wrong a lot. You know, we'll show you why, if you put it on heavy, it won't set. We'll show yeah. you to build it in layers. If you do that, you can't get it wrong. Now, I know some people at the ground running like Joel, and he's off. And then you get other lads that are just, you know, a bit shy in the beginning and nervous. But we come and work on site with you if you want. Do you know, yeah. we do have we do have a guy, Luke Field, now who's, um, like a, you know, a, he comes out and he's technical support on site. So it is very easy to learn. It's very easy to learn. But the better you do, the longer you do it, same as anything, mate, you know, you're going to get better, aren't you? Joel Cook's just popped up now. He says it's a, a great product to spray, he says. Uh, great, great, great product to spray. Yeah, top man, Joel. Um, you would say that, wouldn't you? Because it's his area. <laughs> it's a great thing to spray. Now, I know, it, choking aside, um, I spent probably spent 10 minutes on my first coat on the training day, and it, it was there, wasn't it? The finish. I think it, it, it's a bit like, I wouldn't say spray paint, but it's a bit like a bit of common sense needed. Obviously, if you're going to go too close to the wall, it's going to thicken up and sag. And if you yeah. go too far away, it's not going to... Like. But do you know why? If you could just give me plasters and renders to teach every day, I wouldn't have a problem. You know, they, they do pick it up quickly. You know, yeah. so it is great for our trade. Don't get me wrong, we've had... We, do, we've had, we have had a lot of sprayers, you know, do the windows and different kinds of sprayers. Again, they're fantastic. They can just pick it up very quickly. You know, we do get... Sometimes we have builders and uh, they're not as quick to... You know, to pick it up as easy, you've got to spend a little bit more time with them. But they all walk away doing well. But the plasters, yeah. renders, pick it up. They're just on it just, because they've got the eyes. I believe got the eye for the finish. They can, they can see the finish. Yeah. 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 Um, so skill set then, pretty simple. Um, we kind of knew that in a way. It's, it's a very, very fast and simple system to to pick up. And like Jay said, if you're a spread anyway, you know, you're in the finish game. Um, you know, it's it's a no-brainer. You pick it. I mean, Marcus said the same thing. He said, like within within five ten minutes, he had it. He had it there. So, like you say, the more the more you do it, the more you master it, isn't it? Yeah, he's just done a really good job as well, which I believe come through Cork. So, but he, he's a great lad. He's going to do well with it because uh, you know he's just a, he's a good bloke, isn't he? So yeah, uh, I wanted to. What well, you just touched on there, actually, Jay, because someone had a question for me that it's completely slipped my mind. And I'm glad you mentioned about the leads there. Um, they asked me. If I do this training with Corksol, where am I going to get all my Corksol work from? Because no one knows about it. It's quite new. So that's something else I want you to, to talk about because you actually yeah. provide your plasters with leads, don't you? Yeah, as well, part of the training. Just, just as we didn't understand the product in the beginning, um, we probably didn't understand the business. So in the, in the beginning, we had chicken and egg. We could go out and get in all the work, but we had nobody to put it on. So you've got to go out and get all the lads hoping that they're going to convert the jobs themselves and then you can sort of grow. So at first we became a training company. Then we became a distribution company. Now we are a sales and marketing company. You know, we are now actively out there. We've got a marketing team. We've got a sales team. We've got a sales manager who's nationwide working with the housing associations. We are now actively getting the work and giving it to lads because we've got a lot of good lads now. We've got it can't be fired off 300 applicators nationwide now. So, wow. it's, it, you know, it's absolutely, it's it's different now that we feed these lads the work. We, we, we're, we're happy with what we've got. We need to keep the lads busy. Okay. Um, James Thomas, he says he's been meaning to get into this for a while. 
Um, what's he say? We need to get into this for a while. Uh, it's been to quite a few jobs recently where it would have been ideal both internally and externally. So, yeah, um, he's not elaborated on what jobs he's, he's looking at, but I'm assuming it, the nine-inch solid walls, Jay. Um, probably... Bender, you know, yeah. Yeah, crack render, cracked hard render. Um, these walls, I mean, I mean, this is my game anyway. <clears throat> As you know, I do internal wall insulation, but these nine-inch solid walls, they're, they're pulling 35% of the room's heat out, lads. So if yeah. you can put a little six mil spray of cork on there and, um, you know, problem solved, for me, it's been a no-brainer because I, I sell it as a, uh, I wouldn't say a down sell, but a, it's a thin option. So if I've, mm. if I've got a, a box room, like you said earlier about putting 100 mil insulation in if, the, if there's a child's bed in there and you've yeah. got like this much space they ain't getting any thermo board in there and then i'll yeah. say listen we've got this cork sole product and then they'll go oh, okay actually can you do the cork sole on this wall and this wall as well because it's more convenient you haven't got to pull the skirtings off and the window boards and yeah. you know extend the, the yeah. radiator pipes and all that yeah no it's very true i mean you know the disturbance it causes is this is this is the the niche we have inside. I mean, we, we, I know the government come around with grants now and again on the on the eco deals, the green deals, and they'll say, you know, we will give you ten thousand pound or five thousand pound, two thirds of the cost towards insulation on your house. If somebody knocks on my door and says, we will install a hundred mil of insulation on the other side of your house, my kitchen won't fit, my bathroom won't fit, my bedrooms are smaller. I aren't going for it even if it's free. So this is why I watch out for this word Tiwi, thin internal wall insulation, because the government realised that's the way it's going to go. So they're pumping yeah. a lot of money into development with this. And we are at the forefront of this. We are really, the, the, the technical side of our uh, company now is the best it's ever been. We've got um, the Huddersfield University working with us now. We've got other universities. We've got uh, a KTP, which is a knowledge transfer partnership uh, with the college. We've got people working full-time in Corksall now, looking to develop this product and make it a better, a better product. Brilliant. Fantastic. Um, Eric Durantis has got a question for you. He's asking what, what machine is used to spray it on? That was my next question, Eric, actually, because we're talking about skill set and equipment. So yeah. that's perfectly timed, Eric. Um, what sort, I wanted to ask you, Jay, in running in line with what Eric's asking, what sort of um, outlay Plaster is looking at if they want to get involved um, in spraying this? So obviously, they pay for the training. What have yeah. they then got to invest in the machinery and the kit? And what, what kit do they need if they want to get started? Yeah, that's a that's a really good question as well. Now, you can use the the spray machines, you know, Ritmos, Entex, whatever whatever's out there, what people are using. The Easy 24 is a great machine. But the basic level, and I, all I really ever use if I do any of my own jobs, is an air compressor and a hopper gun, a gravity-fed hopper gun. Now, yeah. we sell the gun, the hopper, the hose for 200 quid, something like that, whatever the cost, and you need a 100-litre air compressor, or if you've got the if you've got the money, the Gatlin's. Have you ever used the, the Gatlin by spray on it? They're just a little continuous air compressor. No, I'm Six just using what you just said. The hopper does me. So Yeah, this, this Gatlin is just an air compressor. It's just very right. small. 700 quid, but they are the absolute the world, you know, but a hundred litre air compressor is absolutely fine. And that, that's for yeah, internal yeah. And, and external or, or just yeah. internal? Just use, um, all I do is run an extension lead to the van. You can use, well, I've only ever used four, which is 60 metres of pipe. That gets you around the whole house or upstairs and wherever you want to go. So you're only carting a pipe around the room. Yeah, and the noise that will keep the noise down, uh, especially sure. in your van now, it's the soundproof now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep sure. the noise down at eight o'clock in the morning. 
so yeah, you're not you're not you're not talking big money, are you? If um, if you want to just get going and get, I mean, what would you say then? Under a thousand quid, you can get the training and the potentially kit. a cheap setup. Yeah, I mean, and and one thing, what involves or what's part of your investment in Corksol is the marketing you get involved you know with the investment so we will give you banners for jobs we give you leafleting campaigns we'll help you with your social media you know there is a lot we give you to help you market this product because you asked the question earlier you touched on it, how do i get the job and you know we can't just expect lads i mean you're doing a great a great job at educating people about being different in business i know we're all good with his hands you know we need to forget about that and we need to work on what we're we're not good at now which is the marketing side, the professional side of it, of what we potentially can be as as lads, you know, as plasterers, because we've got it in yeah. us. We've definitely got it in us because if I can do it, mate, there's no reason why other people can't. So we do give you a little kickstart and help you with that, which I know you're you're doing a lot with that as well. I, I feel passionately about it as well, and um, you know the fact that you can give lads leads as well. Um, how does that work exactly? Is it? Is that a pay? You have to pay extra for this facility, or or how does it work, Jay, with the leads? No, once once you're in, there's nothing to pay for ever again at Corksall. It's um, you know, the leads are free. We do expect feedback on the leads because we want to know where what's working, what isn't working. You know, we do qualify the leads, so we don't just go, "Hello, you want a job doing?" and pass it on. It doesn't happen like that. We we qualify the lead. We make sure it's right for Cork and it gets passed on professionally to an applicator, usually ge geographically placed or Obviously, you with an internal, you'd probably get priority over an internal job in, in your area. You know, yeah. we get lads that aren't renderers. We wouldn't dream of giving them a rendering job because it's just ridiculous. So we do look at the right fit and then we, we try to pass the lead on from there. Yeah, um, that's brilliant. And as, just to mention as well, like, I don't know if you guys are still doing this, Jay, or not. But when I did my training, you guys actually gave us a one-page website as well and that's something you know you said about lads struggling with the marketing they don't know how to do things this is something i also help them with on the group um oh. websites and, and things like that but um yeah you guys actually said like email me over your your logo um i sent that to you and then i got like a one-page website back which i could absolutely. send customers yeah, well, to then you're absolutely right and that is getting um changed at the minute because we are in a new development with our website so we want to make them better for everybody but Again, you know, how can you expect when someone talks to me about websites and someone talks, you know, thousands of pounds, you, you didn't know what it was going to be, but you just think, well, what's it? You don't understand the benefit. So we tried to help them say, look, here's a start, here's a website, here's a yeah. banner for job, here's a leafling campaign, there's your start. You know, if you need any more help, give me a ring. You know, we our marketing team, we've got some larger companies and some, some, Big firms we're working with now will work on our marketing uh, with our marketing team on a daily basis. We make them brochures. Do you know if that's what you Brilliant. need? It's all free because we want to help you push that. Do you know what I mean? If we can do anything for you, we will. Because um, there's a few lads on trial talk where they've gone and done like Venetian plastering courses, mm. and they paid thousands for these courses. And I've, as soon as they finish the course, they've gone see you then lads. You know, good luck. Yeah. And I've said we can't find any work. We don't know who wants this product. You know, there's no one near me that wants Venetian walls. Yeah. So the fact that you're actually, you know, helping lads with leads, that's going to be a massive, uh, a massive thing. So that's great. Um, yeah. Now, someone's asking here about part. Um, I don't know if you'll know the answer to this off, off the cuff, Jay. But um, James Thomas wants to know, does Corksol fall into the new part owl 
regulations that have come in on south builds and extensions? Would you know the answer to that one, or do you need to? No, I mean, okay, I'd have to do some work. Depends on um, what what sort of thing is after there. Is he after the installation values on the on the U value? If he, is he after because we we know we can spray directly onto render board. You don't need the base coat. So as right. long as as long as the build's absolutely flat, it's fine. We do do a lot of self builds. The reason being is people generally building self builds are very eco conscious. Usually, you know, yeah, and yeah, yeah. looking for that. So we it's something that they do find us a lot and go they want cork because of what they're building. So, but I'd have to find out the actual regulation. But if you want yeah. to stick an email to me, I'd, I'd be gladly find him the answer. Yeah, yeah, good shout, good shout. Um, yeah, Wayne Cox just goes on to say that Cork Souls has helped so much um, in pushing the product. Yeah, definitely. I found found that as well. Um, Mark Neeson, have you had many inquiries about Cork Soul from Northern Ireland? Oh, I think he's asking. Um, Do we get many? Uh, yeah. yeah. Have you had many inquiries about from Northern Ireland? He's asking. Yeah, Northern yeah. So it was only May, June this year. I went over to Ireland for three days and we set up the uh, Corksall Island. So it exists now. There's training. It's actually London, London. I'm not the best on this, but it's, it's like banging the centre of Ireland, maybe 30 miles from the border. So okay. there's training available. A guy called Jerry Sheridan. If you get in touch with Corksall, we will put you in. But yeah, we do get leads in Northern Ireland. Everything now is going through the Irish branch, but it's uh, it's all there and it exists. We are now active in Ireland, yeah. Fantastic. Uh, we, that first question, job Matt. Well, his first job, his first yeah. cork job in Cork. So we've had his uh, the cork job. Cork and cork. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Lewis wants to know: Do you cover Wales as well? Yeah, there's uh, there's plenty going on in Wales. To be honest, I know it's quite spread out, but uh, we do have a lot more in the south, but. Yeah, anyway. They'll need it. They'll need cork sole there as well, won't they? Yeah, well, there's a lot of <laughs> lot of trouble with the with the weather out there, isn't there? So. That's it, yeah. <laughs> because that, that's actually um who was I speaking to? I think it was Marcus. And he was when we were on the when we were about to do the training last year, because he, he lives in um Chroma, just mm. out in the middle of nowhere. And he was asking yeah. about sea the sea, the sea salts and all this. Because it's resistant, is that right? It's resistant to sea salts as well. Yeah, I mean, it is wood. Technically, it's wood. So it can float around the ocean for years. We've never had a problem with salts. Uh, it's got the actual testing against salts because because where it's actually, where cork grows on the coastal areas of the Mediterranean, it's just become naturally resistant to sea salts over the years. So we have zero reaction. Do you know, is when we actually look at the coastal application, it's something we are going to really look at some point because there's nothing like this for the coast. You know, a lot of people paint their house every five years and yeah. the salts just eat the paints. We, we have absolutely zero reaction to it. There's a building on the Isle of Man where the, it's called Help for Heroes on Water. It's a Help for Heroes charity. And the okay. waves smash against the building. Yeah. And it's absolutely fine. It's been it's been up there since 2017. They love it. That's brilliant. Because you see it, don't you, when you're driving through, you, they look horrendous. And like yeah. you say, it, um, it starts popping and blowing and the paint's peeling off them and... Yeah. Well, that's that's brilliant. So, would it be um, obviously in that situation, you are going to need to put primers on, I suppose, and stuff like that? Or no, again, the coastal lads will work a little bit different to me and you. So, they're used to using an anti-saltite wash when they do jobs. Do you know? So, stick with your routine. Use your anti-saltite anti wash. Clear the salts of the building. 
if you think it needs a primer, you know, then you lads know more than me. They do work different, you know. Yeah. There's one lad who, there's one lad on the Shetlands, John Philbin. He, he sprays in January on the Shetlands. How he manages that? But you've but you've just got to learn, and it, it doesn't matter whether it's January or August up there. It's, you know, I was going to ask you about it because winter 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 working, um, ex, you know, external. Would you advise that? Like, because I seen that you did some videos um, last winter, yeah. and you, it was freezing, and you were out spraying outside. Yeah. And it, it, can it work, or is it? I've had a meeting about this today because all our marketing is geared for the the, the, the drier summer months. Well, not the drier, but the summer months outside, the colder months inside. It's not really the way it is with us. We don't need to do that. I I've sprayed in February a conservatory roof. And I've, I've got a video, in fact, last November I did one, a video spraying on glass at three degrees. It still sets. So it, it doesn't, crazy. Yeah, it, it, we've never had that problem. It's just whether or not we all like working outside when it's that cold, isn't it? I was going to say, yeah, yeah, I can't keep giving out these um, trial talk woolly hats because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm running out of them. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, that's good to know, though, because it's so versatile, isn't it? It's so yeah, versatile. Yeah. Um, Product. It really is crazy. Um, all right, then, mates. What time are we on now? We, we, we've ten minutes. We've got about ten minutes left. Um, let's talk about your training. Um, I want to, I want to give the lads a good insight into what's involved in in the training days at Corksol. I did share a video earlier, lads, about three minutes long. Um, so that gave you a bit of an idea of what's involved. But could you could you walk us through, Jay, what's involved? in the Corksole training and what, what lads can expect if they invest in a training day with yourselves? Yeah, great question because I do get a lot of people who ring up and go, why do I need to go training with you? You know, what can you teach me how to render in a day? Well, whoa, 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 I'm not teaching anyone how to render, you know. I would not be doing this product justice if you did not spend a day of your life learning what this is all about. You know, there's so much to learn about this product and what markets it can go into. And another thing I always say as well is, if I was to just go to whatever, B&Q, the builder's merchant, it doesn't matter, stick this product in there, if everybody was to spray it and get it wrong, no one's going to turn around and go, it's me, I don't know what I'm doing. No. Nobody would ever say that. They blame the products, console shit. You know what I mean, that's yeah. what you But the truth is, we do spend... 50% of the day spraying, but 50% of the day is learning what is cork. Where can I use it? How can I sell it? You know, why is it good? Why, what, what about conservatory roofs encasing asbestos? What about roofs? You know, we, we show you what this product is capable of. How can you make more money? How can we help you? You know, what do you want from us? Let's talk about what, you know, that's what the course is mainly about. It's about, well, it's the first step of his relationship and, we do believe in that. We've, we've got an open day coming up on the 30th of October. And, um, you know, as, as you know, I'm really wanting you to be there, mate. And, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, the, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I'm 99% sure I'll be there, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited the, about that as well. First speech, mate, which will be awesome. I'll be really pleased about that. <laughs> no pressure. But, anyway, <laughs> but, uh, no, 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 but, um, but no, again, you know, we're wanting to show you what we are doing, how we are developing, you know, and the course is the first step of the relationship. And, we really want people to do well out of this. Do you know, the, the business has been set up by working class lads and there's no yeah. big business in there. And we want the little man to win because we've walked a mile in their shoes. Do you know what I mean? So this business has been set up where it is a family business. Do you know what I mean? It is. We all work together. There's nobody pays less than anybody else. There's nobody who gets more leads than anybody else. It, it's, it, you know, we're all in it together. 
No, that's brilliant. And I was I was dead impressed. Um, I'm not just saying this because, you you know, I'm interviewing you now and I use Corksol. I was dead impressed with the training and, and every one of the lads that I've spoke to on Trial Talk. Um, I mean, Wayne, you know, Wayne Cox is just saying on the comments how impressed and how he looked after he is. And um, you, they really do look after you, lads. Uh, they really do. It's not it's not bullshit. They really do look after you. And then, uh, same with the way we're helping you with your marketing, giving you a website. Can't go wrong, really. No other companies are doing this sort of stuff, are they? So, no, um, my last question for you, because I know time's ticking on. I don't want to take too much of your time up. Um, I was going to ask you about f your future plans and Corksol as well, but um, Jay Crawford's got exactly the same question. He said, "What's next for the Corksol development?" So we'll start yeah. with that one. What's next for the for the Corksol development, Jay? We we will. I'm well, okay. I'm very lucky to have um, a partner in Joff where he is constantly tinkering and looking at development with his products. He is his brain. I am the man who looks after the, the, the lads on the ground, like as like all those lads here. He is constantly thinking about development. You know, how can we make this a better insulator? How can we make this uh, a better product all around? How can we fit in with government legislation? I mean, a lot of lads will. No, the corks all the BBA has been going on over three years. That's something it is a it's just a very slow, difficult process to do. But you know, we are always developing. We are looking Barrett, Taylor, Wimpy, Bellway, Persimmons, they all know we are. Do you know what I mean? They're just they're waiting for this BBA. So that's a big thing that's coming in the future. But we are really looking to make this product a better internal insulation. We are as Leeds Beckett University did um a report on the best TWEs in the country. We were saving 30%, the second best was 15%, and such a wow. thin line. So, and, and we, as well, we haven't mentioned it, we haven't mentioned this, but you guys give a warranty on internal uh, internal wall insulation as well. Because I know this because I've been in touch with the office and they've, uh, they've sent me one out for a couple of my jobs. So, you're standing behind, you're standing behind your product. I know you say you're getting closer to that BBA uh, approval. Yep. Um, but lads are standing behind their product and you've got it in writing 25 years, you know, internal as well. That's fantastic. That's just, that's the selling point right there, isn't it? But, but you'll know from wine bottles that cork can last 150 years in a wine bottle. It doesn't die. You know, when we talk about sustainability, we're not just saying that it's a sustainable product because we take it from a tree and it grows back. What we're saying is that this is it. Do it once it's done. It doesn't rot. Yeah, it didn't, it, doesn't compare. It for your house. As long as your house is up, this will be there. And that's sustainability. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. So we are we are pushing the green side, the sustainable side. We're never going to stop pushing this product, mate. We we do want to be the best. Good to hear. Good to hear. Well, um, listen before before we say goodbye to you, um, how can people get on one of these training days? And is there anything we can do for Trial Talk members um, in in the way of discounts? I can always do some for Trial Talk members, mate. I, I think it's a fantastic group and. I really, really think you're doing a great job. I have used, uh, well, I've tinkered in other groups in the past and God, the amount of shit and people used to get. And I, I, I switched off for a long time until I found out about your group. So, brilliant. You know, if, if anybody wants to know anything more, I'm always available on the phone. You know, I don't have a works phone, phone number. It's my personal mobile number. And you can talk to me personally whenever you need to, weekends, evenings, anything. But any Travel Talk member wants to book on a course, and the whole of October, I'll do 25% off for anybody. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. You can't say fairer than that, lads, can you? 25% yeah. off. There you go, straight from the horse's mouth, because I've had a few DMs today asking, you know, what sort of discount can I get? So there, there you go then. 
Um, that's fantastic. I really appreciate that, Jay, as well. Really do. That's, Mate, that's we, we appreciate what you're doing. It's really, really... Just keep doing what you're doing because th there is a massive gap in our um, industry and you're doing a really good job filling that in, mate. Really proud of you. Fantastic. Appreciate that, Jay. Could you put the link in to, to um, the site or where they can book um, in the comment yeah. section when we when we finish? Would that be all right, just so they've got easy access to, to get yeah. in touch? Of course I can, yeah. I mean, you can get me directly on Facebook on Messenger if you want to have a bit of a chat. <clears throat> but I'll put up the website. You go on there, become an approved applicator, fill in a box, someone will be in touch anyway. Fantastic. When you do... When you do Book on if you speak to anybody in the office, just say travel talk 25% off and they'll know. They already know. Awesome. <laughs> nice one. Really appreciate that, mate. And thank you ever so much for giving up your time this evening on behalf oh. of myself and all the lads on the group. We've got some good engagement today, mate. Lots of questions and um, lots of answers from, from Jay. So thank you to the lads who uh, took part today. And again, thank you to yourself, Jay. Have a good uh, weekend, buddy. You have a good evening. You too, man.